Welcome to the Mother Nurture Podcast, hosted by Dr. Andrea Rosario, functional neurologist and doctor of chiropractic, specializing in functional medicine, caring for individuals and families with chronic conditions for over 15 years. Hi there, Andrea Rosario here, and I hope this finds you doing well today. I am coming at you with a topic that's a little near and dear to my heart because you see, I live in Sacramento, California. We are known as the city of trees. We have so many different kinds of trees in this city. It's beautiful, the diversity is lovely. However, everybody jokes like half seriously, half miserably about the fact that if you move to Sacramento, within one to three years, you're going to be saddled with some pretty bad allergies. And it may be only February at the time that you're hearing this, but there is no better time to get on top of your histamine load in your body before the actual flora re-emerge from the winter and cause you a huge headache. So today I'm going to talk to you about why relying on antihistamines is not the best idea for your long-term health. And also, I'm going to talk to you about the histamine bucket, and that is when histamine is good for you and when too much is too much and your histamine bucket is overflowing and causing you a bunch of problems, including, yes, seasonal allergies, but also some systemic symptoms that you may not actually know are connected to your histamine load in your body being too high. And of course, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm definitely going to be sharing my favorite tips for helping with allergies directly, as well as for lessening the histamine load in your body so your bucket is not overflowing and you can be your healthiest, most vibrant self. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's get started. I want to start by saying that most people just take antihistamines and call it a day, mostly because they need to in order to function in their life. But antihistamines do actually have some downsides, though. What you don't want to do is just have that be your forever band-aid that you depend upon year after year in heavy doses, because they have been linked to chronic fatigue, actually even to dementia. And it can mess with your autonomic nervous system, which most of the time can show up in the form of like heart rate changes, like it'll increase your heart rate. So you definitely don't want to just rely on that. There are a lot of natural things that you can do that I'm going to share with you today in order to decrease your histamine load so you don't suffer so much with the seasonal allergies. So I feel like it's really important to tell you that histamine is something that is natural and good and helpful in your body. You need it for certain immune responses. So it's not really the enemy, but the deal with histamine is like everybody has a bucket in their body and they want there to be some histamine in that bucket. But there are certain things in life that can make the histamine level go up, 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 and then overflow your bucket. And that's when you start to get really darn miserable. So you can have things like seasonal allergies, or you can have more systemic effects that a lot of people don't even realize are connected to too high of histamine. So what fills your histamine bucket? Foods that you eat, heat. So it's worse in the summer. It's worse after a hot shower. Have you guys ever gotten out of a shower and like been itchy and like red and blotchy and your heart rate's higher? That is because the histamine from a hot shower has pulled your histamine 
bucket load over, basically. Um, the same goes with sex. Sex increases your histamine load. And the big one, stress. So chronic stress will always add to your histamine burden. Stress management's really important if you happen to have some of the symptoms that I'm about to talk to you about that are less commonly connected with histamine in the eyes of people who aren't necessarily in the same field as I am or in the medical field. So we think about histamine with allergies. You know, you get the sinus stuff, the runny nose, watery eyes, the itchiness, even asthma is oftentimes connected with your histamine level. So those are what most of us think about it. But You can have too high of histamine throughout your whole body, and that actually presents oftentimes as increased reaction to bug bites. So you get a mosquito bite, and it's like enormous hives, heart palpitations, anxiety is a huge one, many skin flushing issues like rosacea or blotchy skin, like you see it sometimes on people's necks and chest, that's oftentimes a histamine issue. Same with food sensitivities and digestive issues migraines and headaches, high or low blood pressure and heart rates, and dizziness and balance issues. So those are all things that are actually tied in with your histamine level in your body being too high. So what do we want to do? We definitely want to, before the seasonal allergies hit, where everything is in bloom, which will naturally, if you're allergic to it, bring your histamine level up. What we want to do is try to empty that bucket as best we can. So we can do certain things specifically for allergies, for sure. We can clear out your mucous membranes with like a neti pot, or they have silver spray that can go into your sinuses. I wouldn't, again, use that day to day to day for your entire year, but I personally use it when my allergies are bothering me for sure. And it clears up and opens up my sinuses amazingly well. So silver or the neti pot or Neomed, Neomed you can get at your local drugstore, the neti pot, it kind of just flows in through your sinuses. The Neomed, if you're congested, it squirts through your sinuses and it's great for sinus infections. It's also just great if you're congested. I find it a little, you know, they're both not that enjoyable necessarily, but it's a little more intense, but it really, really does the job. So neti pot or Neomed, Getting your air clean in your house with plants or a air purifier, like an air doctor, um, that's the one I use. There's plenty of different kinds, but that's the one I particularly use because it's rated so well for mold. And we had quite a mold issue in this house that we bought as a fixer um, several years back. And it made me quite sick. So I got the cream of the crop as far as I was concerned to try to get all of the mold spores out of the air. You can also train your immune system with honey. So local raw honey is really important because the pollens that are going to be in your local environment will be picked up by the bees and it can create a training for your immune system to be able to tolerate the pollens better. Now, if we're looking at this being February and everything starts to bloom in March, you'll probably get a little bit of benefit from local raw honey, but where you're really going to see it is if you incorporate it regularly By the time next spring comes, you're really going to notice a difference. It's not the fastest because you have to train your immune system. It's, It's not a quick fix, but it really does year after year help you if you are consistent with incorporating it into your diet. You can throw it in some tea. We're going to talk tea in a minute anyway. So other things that you can do, be careful with certain foods that you would eat. 
I know that there's actually this huge antihistamine diet thing out there in the internet. And that's really helpful for a lot of people, but I would never do that on my own personally or recommend that anybody that I know and love does the same because it takes out a lot of foods that are really healthy for you. And it leaves you with not as many foods as I feel like you really need for your body's true health, the diversity of your microbiome. So the different types of good bacteria that are in your body, they require a wide variety of foods. And if you go super strict, then you end up being more sensitive to foods and end up with more health issues on the outside of it. Strict diets have their place. I did a podcast on it a few weeks ago, but I would not go on your own and do a long-term strict diet for yourself, the antihistamine diet included. So you can avoid certain foods that are known to be higher in histamine, like aged cheeses or cured meats or fermented foods. Those may not be right for you if your histamine bucket is overflowing already. But what I will say is that you can decrease the amount of histamine that comes in on your food with the specific enzyme that you can get. It's called DAO. This is an enzyme that a lot of people have genetic mutations with their DAO enzyme. And that actually can be supplemented when you eat your food so that it helps to break down the histamine from your food. So at least in that circumstance, your food is not contributing to that histamine bucket getting filled. We talked about the stress thing, the heat thing, the sex thing, all of those things. But we're just talking about what you can incorporate into your life pretty easily because all those things are a little unavoidable to some extent, at least. So that DAO enzyme that we just discussed, we can make sure that your methylation is in good shape. I did a podcast on it a couple of weeks ago. So definitely go check that out. I can also link to it in the show notes. And that requires proper amounts of B vitamins and other things that you can do that I'll go more into depth in that podcast episode that you should definitely check out. But methylation helps you clear out your overflow of histamine as well. There are certain good bacteria. I kind of mentioned your microbiome and the need for diversity in your produce, for sure, in your food. What I will say is there are certain good bacteria that help break down histamine in your body. And you can get some of them in probiotic form if you really need to speed this process along. So I'm mentioning the DAO enzyme. I'm mentioning how to get your methylation on point and these probiotics that can break down histamine. I don't want to leave you hanging. So don't panic and think that I'm sort of giving you vagueness and I'm not going to have your back here because I am. I'm totally going to put together my favorite histamine busting and allergy busting supplements and give you a link to a way that you can purchase them in the show notes. So you don't have to purchase them all. Heavens, don't purchase them all. But when we talk about these things in this show, I want you to kind of think about which ones would best serve you or which ones you're interested in trying. And those would be the ones that you will have a link to be able to find my very favorite high quality ones that you can get yourself. Another thing you can do is incorporate a lot of culinary herbs. So I have a whole histamine busting protocol when I have a a patient who is just fully overflowing with histamine in their body, three, four day thing. And it just really includes tons of culinary herbs because they really process your histamine better than almost anything. 
You could also do some medicinal herbs that I like to drink as teas. You could do peppermint tea, chamomile tea, holy basil tea, or turmeric tea. These are all my favorite teas for breaking down histamine. And bonus, you could put your local raw honey in the tea as well and kill two birds with one stone. Finally, one of my very favorite histamine busting supplements is quercetin. Not just any quercetin. I am a supplement snob after all. I definitely have one that I feel is more bioavailable and has better positive effects for busting down the histamine. And so I will make sure it is in that list in the link in the show notes so that you can find that fancy quercetin that I love so much. I use it actually whenever I'm starting to feel any kind of histamine overload. And my poor sweet daughter gets hives on her legs when we go on hikes. And so what we end up doing is we just give her quercetin before we go on the hike and it works like a charm. So so I just wanted to share with you the histamine situation with the histamine bucket and where it's good and where it's problematic, what the symptoms look like, what you can do for your allergies in particular, like specifically, or what you can do if you feel like you have that systemic overload of histamine going on in your body. I hope this was helpful for you today, and I will look forward to talking to you again next week. I hope any spring days are heading your way soon, minus the allergies. Alrighty, thank you. Take care. Be well. Bye.